Welcome in to a new episode, a new edition of Three Ring Circus, the most fun Friday show that exists in the entire world. And today it's going to be extra fun because we've got a super special guest. Uh, it's not the music that's playing, but that could play the entire time. That could be our guest. Uh, but Three Ring Circus and all DNVR Broncos podcasts are presented by MSU Denver Online. Make sure you check out msudenver.edu slash online to scope out all they have to offer. They have several different programs and classes that you can get into. And MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. So check out msudenver.edu slash online today. My boys, what's going on? I can't wait for this three ring circus. I feel like when we made this show, guys, the perfect guest was Perna. I feel like we made this show for YouTube star Brandon Perna. Yes, three ring Perna was the original (laughs) name for the idea. And there he is. What do you think of that name? Are you uh, in on that? Yeah, of course. Anytime you want to use my name in a, a title, you can do it. And anytime you create a new show, even if I'm not actually supposed to be a part of it, I want you to think how I can fit into that show. <laughs> and I also realized, so we decided last second to also stream this on my That's Good Broncos channel. So now the the title on my own YouTube channel is <laughs> YouTube star Brandon Perna and the game called Two Lives in It. So the most uh, pretentious title I could have come up with. So, that is fantastic. Uh, very oh, good. So perfect. It, but it actually seems like something you would do in an ironic way. Yeah, ironic for sure. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, what's with the just retire Brady handle? I mean, I got the... You know, I've got the Bucks helmet over here, and uh, yeah. he's made them relevant for the first time in a generation. I'm not, I'm not gonna no. go buy a Tom Brady jersey, but that's fighting words for me, man. No, he didn't make them relevant. Bruce Arians did, and uh, and they're scouting. Uh, hence and their seven and the yeah, hence their seven and nine record in Bruce's first year. Yes. Oh yeah, just just drop those thirty <laughs> James Winston picks, and they're uh, they're a contender. Mm. I'm just uh, I, I was just writing about them today yeah. and what they've done in free agency in the draft the three years, incredibly impressive. And yes, Brady, any good quarterback would have made them better, but uh they have they've just hit on all of those things. And Brady obviously was like, Yeah, they're good. I'm gonna go there and this is gonna be easy. And he's like, We didn't even reach our full potential yet. He basically, I think, just realized he won a Super Bowl and he wasn't even playing his best football, which he believes he can play there yet. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come back for not only next year, but the year after and maybe try to get three. Well, it's what I understand, not music to your ears. No, I hate it. He just needs to retire. I'm so sick of seeing him win. It's the NFC, though. Who cares? He's not He's not bothering the Broncos unless the Broncos somehow get to a Super Bowl. He bothers Bowl. me. He, yeah. he bothers me. I'm happy that uh, your your team, you know, got a, got another Super Bowl win, Andrew, but 
I'm over it. I'm so over <laughs> here. Uh, uh, hey, don't think thing... it, yeah. yeah, don't think of it as Brady winning. Think of it as Shaq Barrett winning. Think of it yeah. as Mike Evans winning. Think of it as Chris Godwin. No, winning. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because there's so many players in Tampa I actually really like. And yeah. He just he brings it all down for me. <laughs> I have to say, um, I, I won't mind him winning if the Chiefs are in it again. But if the Chiefs just decide not to employ any offensive tackles, then that could be difficult. Although, you know. If anyone could do it, it's him. Um, Lucas Niang, baby. The the first thing I wanted to ask you before we get into uh, our game here, Two Lies and a Truth, uh, is what is your favorite part of the Melvin Gordon DUI body cam footage? Oh, man, it's so good. It is – I think overall my favorite thing is just how, like, calm and collected Melvin Gordon is. Like, you can tell he's drunk because he's not nervous. <laughs> like that's that's drunk-level confidence right there. And um, I think him just being, like, honest with, with the police, where he's like, look, guys, I play for the Broncos. I'm sure you realize that. And I'm in a position battle right now. Like, I can't get in trouble. <laughs> like, it was just, I don't know. It, it Honestly, it made me like Melvin Gordon more. As yep. crappy as like nobody should be drinking and driving. We all realize that's a dangerous thing to do. You shouldn't do it. He's like, I usually have drivers for me to do this. My house is like three minutes away. Like he's he's justifying driving drunk, but he's also being kind of like honest and vulnerable. And I don't know. It well, just I was like, he's just like a normal dude. Like I want to go get drunk with Melvin Gordon now. Basically, yeah. away. vulnerable is the word because the, he's sitting there and he's he's worried about his job. He's worried yeah. about Philip Lindsay taking his job. Yeah, yeah. I, that was the part for me. That I'm like, oh my gosh, that Phil was really in his head at that moment. Yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> I, that's the first thing he thought about. It's probably why he was driving so fast. He thought Phil was running in his rearview mirror. <laughs> um, All the more reason to give Phil the second round tender, right? Yeah, exactly. I I think, yeah, Henry said it best yesterday. He's like, I, it's really hard uh, to become more likable during body cam footage with police, but somehow Melvin Gordon pulled it off. I And it's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, th- he actually seems like a really nice guy. Like, I, I feel bad for him in this moment. And I liked when they asked him, what have you been drinking? <laughs> Pinot Grigio, <laughs> not what I expected. He's got some, he's got some high class taste, though. Yes. Brandon, that's the thing that, 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 you know, he's, he's had money for a few years. He's lived, you know, he's lived the LA lifestyle. You know, when he last off season, he was training in Southern California. He's clearly a yes. big city LA guy. He may be from Kenosha, but he's not of Kenosha right now. That sophisticated palate. Yeah. Who, who knows though? Could it could have been some three buck Chuck Pino? That, that's true. But I think he was probably at like Barcelona wine bar or something mm, before. Yeah. he. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's get this game rolling. It's called Two Lies and a Truth. We're going to give you a quote or a series of quotes, Perna. You got to tell us which one is the real quote and uh, I guess consequently which two are not real. So let's bring up the first one. All right, here so you go. These, these were all things that or maybe, but something that Von Miller said. So we have A, heck, the Denver Broncos are going to have to retire number four after what Case is about to do for this franchise. <laughs> B, I envision a whole bunch of magical moments between me and Case holding hands and dancing around the locker room. And C, I just can't wait for Case and I to retire as Broncos together someday. 
Ooh, yeah, I don't remember any of these. <laughs> I think everyone has uh, blocked out the Case Keenum era from their head. Yeah, I mean, we just blocked out every year now. It's like Case Keenum era blocked out. Joe Flacco era blocked out. Paxton Lynch era blocked out. I think it's going to be, like, if I'm just guessing on the way I think Von Miller might say something, I say the truth is A. Oh, incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> Do you, do you uh, have we, a second choice? Uh, C. C. No. <laughs> oh. That's he, he envisions great. dancing around in magical moments. That I mean, is, that does ooh. sound like Von Miller, but to me, that sounded like you guys trying to sound like Von Miller. <laughs> really? Picking that one, and you did. You tricked me good. Uh, we definitely needed to have a wrong buzzer sound for when he got those wrong. We, mm. we that was a our, that was a missed planning on our part. Uh, <laughs> on Von Miller, Perna, you know, from kind of the more fan perspective. How do you feel about his future with the Broncos? And, and you know, are you starting to prepare yourself for life without Vaughn? Or are you trying to kind of hold on as long as you can here? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's like two things with Vaughn right now. Um, the, the big thing is I think the Broncos are going to be able to restructure him. So I definitely want Vaughn to come back. He's like... He is the most Bronco Bronco that we have on the roster. He's been there the longest. He's done the most for the organization in terms of helping him win outside of maybe Brandon McManus at this point. So I want him to, I want to see him retire in Denver and like every year that goes by in the NFL, it seems more unlikely that players will play out their entire career at an organization. And depending on what happens now with guys like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, like even, even quarterbacks you're unsure of, I mean, Tom Brady's in Tampa right now. Right. So Peyton finished. Um, yeah. Peyton Manning. We really just need the Colts to draft us our next quarterback. So we can <laughs> take that guy. But uh, if Vaughn comes back on a better contract deal, I think he can still contribute to the team. I think, even though that you know it's an injury, I think he has something to prove. And usually, guys of Vaughn's talent level, when they feel like they have something to prove, play really well. So I would be excited to see him back here again. And yes, because the Kansas City Chiefs are literally only Mahomesing it for 2021 at this point. So yeah, bring it back for how long? Uh. Three years at a really team-friendly deal, something like that. Because it feels but, like if he if he bounces back from this injury, he's got a couple good years left in him. Right. Probably mm -hmm. two really good-ish, and then he'll maybe start to decline because of age, but that's just a guess, right? Okay, but what do you think his willingness is to take that team-friendly deal, though? Because – now that now that the, the the stuff in Parker is off the table, he's clear, yeah. he's clear. He looks he probably looks at that JJ Watt contract and Watt has dealt with so many injuries in the last five years and says, I can get more than that if I'm on the market. It feels like Vaughn holds the cards right now. Yeah, based on uh, one appearance on 104.3, the fan, I would yeah. say those chances are zero. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have uh, I spoke to a source about that actually recently um, who framed it to me as if Vaughn was not mad about the idea of taking a pay cut. 
he was mad about the setting in which the question was asked. So that to that's fair. Yeah. So and, and I think that makes a little bit more sense as we have a new better guest yeah. on the show now. Um, <laughs> I, I I think that that makes sense for him to be that way. Um, and it's definitely more encouraging from a Broncos perspective. I trust the person I talked to. They said they had spoken with Bonds shortly afterwards, and it was much more about that. So take that for what it's worth. That would be encouraging. I mean, now are we talking, you know, from 18 a year to 15 a year? Are we talking to 10 a year? Because, heck, sign me up for Von Miller, three years, 30 million for sure. Yeah, if they rework – is his is his salary counted against the cap right now? His salary, yeah. what? Yeah, his salary yeah. is eighteen million, but the cap's twenty-two. Okay. He, so if, if they, they rework yeah. him, they'll get more space this year for the cap, basically. Yeah, but they could. Yeah, they they could. I mean, if you could get a restructure, and you know, it's, it's all about converting some, you know, some of the of the salary into bonuses per, into bonuses perhaps. Uh, there's a way you could do that to kick the can down the road for next year. But I think if you're the Broncos, do you really want a a, a contract where you're kind of kicking the can to 2022 while you know while maybe he's not on the team in 2022 i think if you want to do a restructure like you said you've got to make it you've got to add two or three years to this thing yeah Yeah. charlotte doesn't like my opinion on that obviously (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i think for me i think that yesterday um had to be a big day for von miller uh in broncos headquarters um I just imagine those coaches and George Payton sitting around and seeing the news that the Chiefs are letting go of their bookend tackles and just saying, like, my God, if we ever get to see the combination of Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, like, that's going to be what wins us a game against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, and it, it, it would be crazy to live in a world where the Broncos drafted Bradley Chubb to try to double down on pass rusher and all we ever got was four games in which they totaled zero sacks. Like that, it, it's just crazy to imagine that world. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't think it's quite like a sunk cost fallacy type of thing. But there has to be some part of the Broncos that say like, this was our plan. We got to see what it looks like. Well, and and Brian, I think we have seventy percent of people agree with you from our pod poll yesterday of the Broncos thinking that. Yeah, it has it has to be part of their thought process. All right, let's move on to the next set of quotes here. Let's see if Perna can oh, okay. get his stuff together. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I wore this shirt today just to come on here. Oh, oh okay. that is beautiful. <laughs> All right, oh, these yeah, are yeah. Okay. Gardner Minshew quotes. Uh, a, I'm a lean, mean, football-playing machine. B, my stash helps me read defenses. Or C, I'm six foot one, don't run very fast, and don't have a super strong arm. Wow. Hmm. I think it's C. Nice. Bingo. Oh. Nailed it. Yeah. I uh, that one sounds familiar, and I'm a big Gardner Minshew fan, and he is the one, the one guy I think the Broncos should bring in for actual quarterback competition if they're going to bring in a quarterback that is not Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. then Perna saying that who Jeez, wins the competition dirty to me like that Perna. <laughs> oh Gardner Minshew wins yeah. easy basically yeah. in my opinion Gardner Minshew is Tom Brady on a terrible team <laughs> wow well so then yeah just drop mean, yeah. it drop the word competition you're just bringing in him him in here to be the dude yeah he I think 
I think he's a good fit with Pat Shermer, which I four months ago I just said nobody's a good fit with Pat Shermer. But I think in college he was a good aggressive quarterback. Jacksonville has been terrible, and uh, his the way they tried to use him last year was weird, and the tank was weird, and he hurt his hand at some point. And the one thing he's done really well – which I think is always impressive for rookie quarterbacks is he's been safe when throwing the football. His interception numbers are really low. And if you could change one thing about the Broncos mm-hmm. offense last year, it would be turning those interceptions down. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't have the arm, arm talent of Locke. He's maybe as fast as Drew Locke. He's a little more elusive than you think, kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Also the other guy I would accept here in Denver for a quarterback competition, but um I'd be excited about Minshew. I think there's some potential there. He just needs to be in the right place, which is true for, I don't know, half of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL. Like they can succeed with the right coaching and the right talent around him. And the Broncos, the one thing they have, offensive talent is the only like lure to try to get, you know, a quarterback that like Deshaun Watson or, or somebody at this point. Well, it's funny. Like we hear Sam Darnold talked about. And of course, it's like, well, Darnold had nothing around him in New York. What did Minshew have in Jacksonville? And he was a lot better than Sam Darnold. The more I kind of yeah. make that comparison, I think, okay, if I'm trading for a quarterback, I'd rather trade for Minshew. Maybe you get him for a, maybe you get him for a fourth round pick, or maybe like a, a fourth and a, a fourth rounder, and then then a fifth rounder next year. Maybe you throw another conditional pick in there. Um, I, th- I, I think that actually makes more sense for the Broncos. And the other thing with Minshew, of course, in Jacksonville last year, yeah, things were messed up, but he's in, he was in an offense that had the same, <clears throat> pardon me, nomenclature as the one pack Shermer run, so it should be a smooth trans a smooth transition, and and then it just becomes you know what he does in the competition and the fact that like you said he's a low mistake quarterback. I mean his inter his inter- interception rate is in the top five. I mean top five in terms of a low rate over the last few seasons and. That's where I think uh, he might allure himself to Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer because he doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, and that's it's, something, that's Perna, something a, Vic would absolutely love. Perna, I'm a little bit worried as a man who loves content as much as you do that your your opinion here is a little bit swayed. <laughs> it might be. Um, <laughs> is Am I just waiting for him to do something weird with his hair to make a video about? Sure. Or to say, to to find shirtless photos of him to use for my thumbnails to trick people into watching the video? Of course. But I also think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Perna, it- maybe the most important question I think surrounding this for you is rank the facial hair of you, Gardner Minshew, and another guy you mentioned, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, okay. In terms of having the balls to do whatever you want, Minshew's number one. Uh, But Fitzpatrick's beard, you can't compete with. So I'll go Fitzpatrick. I'll go Minshew for creativity. And then I'll put myself down there. I just have a beard because I have a a weak jawline. So (laughs) mine is not cosmetic. It's, it actually helps keep my forehead on top of my face. <laughs> well, look at that. YouTube star Brandon Perna is, is self-deprecating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it any concern for you with Minshew that uh, he wasn't able to break his own hand despite his own efforts? 
<laughs> Are you familiar with the story? Yeah, that might uh, play into arm strength. Not enough arm right. strength. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if our listeners have all heard the story, but um, he was forced into a game when he was planning on redshirting, hoping he would get another year of eligibility at Eastern Carolina. And so he lost his eligibility. This was before the four game rule where you, now you can play four games and still redshirt. But he he didn't want to lose that season of eligibility. So he thought, oh, I can get a medical redshirt if I just break my hand. This is a real story. He went home, took a few swigs of Jack Daniels, grabbed a hammer, and started trying to smash his own hand. But according to him, he wasn't able to hit it hard enough to break it. So then his hand was just really swollen for a few days. uh, And then he ended up playing seven more games that season. That's legend. That's yeah. a legend, legendary move. I mean, just don't get him and Melvin Gordon in the same room oh, doing Jack Daniels because Melvin Gordon would have smashed his hand into a million pieces, I think. Like, Melvin Gordon, every time I see him, like, man, that guy looks so strong. Like his, his arm muscles, he shouldn't fumble as much as he does with those <laughs> biceps, is my point. Maybe the bicep is like bulging out bulging too, much, too much that much. he can't get like a nice grip on it. Maybe. All right, let's go to our next one here. Zach, I'll let you present this one. All right. This is said by drum roll. Okay, these are things Ooh. said about Ryan Fitzpatrick. One, he's a hell of a quarterback. <laughs> Two. When I see his beard, I go blind. And three, 90% of the time, he can beat you. We just have to take advantage of the other 10%. Hmm. <laughs> so this was said about him? Right, right. By, who? by a Bronco. By someone with the Broncos right now. Oh. Hmm. Man. I don't know. I'll say B. <laughs> second, second guess? Uh, I mean, C is very specific. Um, it is. Yeah, do C. Uh, no, it was, it was a trick question. To you. The easiest one was the right answer. That you guys, I fall for the tricks every time. <laughs> so Mace, who was per- it that said that? Justin Simmons said it after the Broncos played the Dolphins back in November. And of course, that was the game when Miami was going nowhere. Fitz comes in, drives them downfield, they score, they get the ball back, and of course it was Simmons that intercepted him in the end zone that night, of course. But um, I mean, the reality is if they bring Fitz in, say, one quarter earlier, the result of that game is probably different. Yeah, he almost did to us what he did to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you agree, Perna? Do you agree that he's a hell of a quarterback? I mean, it makes sense why Justin's saying that. Yeah. He just picked him off to win the game. I think Fitzpatrick over the last two seasons has been a very good quarter, a very good, a really good quarterback. Um, He has this reputation, right, of being able to throw five picks and then the next week throw five touchdowns. And that was kind of like what was happening in Tampa. It happened in New York. But over the last two seasons, I feel like he's gotten safer with the football. His stats, like you're not going to look at his stats and go, oh, yeah, this guy's dominating. But when you watch him play, like he does things a smart veteran quarterback will do. And he is surprisingly elusive. He'll make plays with his legs, uh, even though he's old. So I I think he's 
developed into kind of an underrated guy. And he brings like that Jake Plummer energy to the field. Like guys rally around Fitzpatrick. And yeah, so he's not always going to be the best player out there, but people, guys are going to go and play for him. The way I put it is like, I am the Ryan Fitzpatrick of Bronco or of uh, NFL YouTubing. Like one week, you're not going to know it, but I'm going to put out a video that does really well and it's going to surprise even me. The next week, you're going to be like, why am I even subscribed to this idiot? Like what this, this thing just tanks. Like it's inconsistent. But uh, if I had to compare myself to an NFL quarterback, which I like to think about uh, frequently while lying awake uh, at night in bed, uh, Fitzpatrick. I think that's the proper evaluation. And okay, tell me you have similar. You tell me you have similar career earnings. Oh, I wish. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this, and this is a hypothetical, but I love hypotheticals like this. In 2016, the Broncos could have had Ryan Fitzpatrick. When Brock Osweiler left, he was yeah. sitting there, and then he ultimately signed a one-year deal with the Jets. How would Broncos history have been different in the last five years if instead of trying to make Trevor and Sanchez and Paxton Lynch work that they just signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, been willing to pay $12 million a year for a quarterback and plugged him in with that team coming off the Super Bowl. I think, I mean, I just, I think they probably have a couple winning seasons in there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say like they would be winning playoff games for sure. It just depends on, that's like one of those domino effect signings, right? right? It could affect so much, but I think we would have been happier as Broncos fans if Fitzmagic was in town the, the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right about that. You mentioned Jake Plummer energy. Speaking of Jake Plummer energy, what did you, uh, what was your reaction to Dr the Drew Locke sideline video scandal? Oh, I loved, I loved the scandal. Um, <laughs> I'm, I got to upload, I've got the, the clip out from, my podcast here, but I, I'm just going to title the video Drew Locke hates Broncos fans <laughs> and just wait for, for people to get angry uh, about it. But in terms of a story, it's awesome. Like it's one of those things that people are going to overreact to one way or the other. And I like, I immediately tweeted trade him. He's got too much chief's blood in him. Like, <laughs> Something like that, being pretty sarcastic. And a lot of Broncos fans got uh, <laughs> upset with me thinking I'm serious. But, like, I don't care how a player reacts on the sideline. Like, he was – Will and I were talking about the, the, the crowd, very limited attendance, right? So I am sure he could clearly hear just some terrible things people are yelling at him from the stands. And I am sure he heard it all game. And he was not playing well. That was the Chargers game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was not playing well that game. And then he has one of the craziest. It was a very Tim Tebow fourth quarter. He they get the win. And so, yeah, he's going to be pumped up. He's going to talk some smack back to the fans. Uh, I don't care. It doesn't change my opinion of Drew Locke like at all. Like that does that is completely irrelevant to me. But if if I can try to, you know stoke some some fire about people getting upset about it then it's it's awesome <laughs> but like, like that's what we all liked about drew lock right yes yeah. like he has this energy this likable energy and when people see it used in a way that 
comes back at them as fans and they're like, oh, your quarterback shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) That's exactly what my thought was on that. And I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but it's like, first of all, you you have these guys playing this game that is like the ultimate rush of adrenaline. Like they're like having to get so much adrenaline that they're willing to smash into other people at full speed. And they're just getting so amped up and so riled. And then you're screaming obscenities at them from the sideline, telling them how much they suck. And then they like overcome whatever obstacles were in front of them. And you just expect them to be like, Oh, that was a very nice experience for me. Uh, Oh, you all have a nice day. Like it's so dumb for people to get like mad about this dude, just having like uh, exuding emotions uh, after a moment like that, this game is all about emotion. So he got a little riled up and he had some fun with it. It's so it's so silly to me that people are talking about this. And, and the last point I made was if if the Broncos were 10 and 6 this year and Drew Locke played well, everyone would be talking about how great this is. This is just another example of people take, like people had a reason to be mad about Drew Locke that day and they were going to take it. I don't know, though. But I, I remember people were upset when Jake Plummer did his little middle finger thing back in 04 and the Bronco. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Someone, the the stuff that was being yelled in was really nasty. I can't blame him for getting upset, but Hey, but at that point, Jake Plummer was on his way of taking the Broncos for the, to the playoffs for a second consecutive year. And people still got upset. If people want to get upset, they will find a reason to be upset regardless of how the team is doing. So, and guys, an, another guy that yeah. that plays with a ton of passion, and it, you get clips of him on the sideline playing with passion and yelling things. Is Tom is Brandon Perna's guy, Tom Brady? <laughs> it, he, he 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 does that too. So it, it's okay for quarterback to do that. I think yeah, I, like when I was trying to tweet about it, my angle was that Drew Lock was a a Chiefs fan, right? Like he grew up a Chiefs fan, so of course he doesn't have respect for Broncos fans. Oh, I'm sure he likes being a Bronco, but do you think do you think he's not gonna take a chance to tell us to get out of here? I know I can't swear on here, so it's not really exactly what I'm gonna say. Do you think he could tell us to get out of here? G- go home, you jerk guy face <laughs> nerds. Of course yeah. he is. He's a Chiefs uh, fan at heart. I don't know who okay, told you, you you weren't allowed to curse, but as long as Mace's daughter isn't in the room, you're clear. <laughs> yeah. um, I wasn't sure. Uh, I, her on I, pr- I appreciate the consideration while she's here, but she's cleared now, so you, you, you <laughs> well, can F-bomb away as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's move on to the next one here. Hopefully we have the – okay, this is uh, statements about Mitchell Trubisky. He's a, a. damn – Okay, yeah, go ahead, Zach. A, he's a damn good player. B, when you think you've got him down, you don't. He's one of the toughest quarterbacks to tackle. And C, I don't know what the hell they were thinking (laughs) picking him so high. And who said this? Uh, People about Trubisky. A a Bronco uh, coach or player said this. Wow. If it was just people, I would say... All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, C has definitely been (laughs) said. Yeah. Man, I guess, I guess, well, okay. I feel like A is something you say just so people don't have a story. Coach B, Yeah, he's he's a damn good player. Um, B, again, is very specific. uh, And I have been picking (laughs) specific. specificity so we'll go b we'll go b oh guess oh, two brandon 
<laughs> a, he's a damn good player. Bingo. There you yes. go. <laughs> All right. While we have, while we're on Mitchell Trubisky, we have another uh, one of these that involves Mitchell Trubisky. So why don't we bring up that one? It's the Deshaun Watson one, Kale, if you can. Ooh, uh, <clears throat> guy we all like talking about. Exactly. Exactly. I, I was like, yeah, let's go to the Deshaun Watson, Mitchell Trubisky comps, and then we can get quick Deshaun. Watson talk uh, or quick Mitchell Trubisky talk and then straight to Deshaun Watson. All right. These are things said by Deshaun Watson about Mitchell Trubisky. Is it a, you're going to have to live with the consequences that come with drafting him over me. B, I think whoever drafts Mitchell will be getting a fantastic player or C, I don't know much about Trubisky, but I know I'm better. (laughs) (laughs) And Watson said this. Yes. These are Deshaun Watson quotes around draft time. I would say, based on the type of character I have seen from Deshaun Watson, the answer is B. I think whoever drafts Trubisky will get a fantastic player. That is incorrect. Uh, Oh, That's why I loved this one. It's actually A. You're going to have to live with the consequences that come with drafting him over me. And I just, that like got me fired up. It kind of reminded me of Drew Locke yelling at the fans on the sidelines. Um, I want that energy in a quarterback. Yeah, like, you just I, want Drew Locke to actually play like Deshaun Watson. Too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> e- exactly. And and Deshaun Watson absolutely made everyone who passed on him uh, and for other quarterbacks in front of him um, live with the consequences. Um, you're uh, on a scale of one to ten. How likely do you think that it is that the Broncos get Deshaun Watson? 10 being highest? 10 being he's a Bronco. Okay. How likely? Three? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. You're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a chance. It's going to be like what they're willing to give up for him. And I just don't know what that would be. I think if if I, if LA was still in charge 100%, I would believe that the Broncos would be willing to give up a lot for him. I just don't know what George Payton's plan is. He might be aggressive, but even then you're competing with other teams who are going to be giving up a lot and you cannot predict or like, like the Rams going after Stafford when a team wants them, like they gave up way more than everybody else was offering. So I feel like even though the Broncos would have a chance, there's going to be a team there that has more to give up than them is, is why it would make it hard. Uh, I think the Broncos would be very interested in him. I think he would play here. Like we've seen all of the things that lead you to get a little excited about Deshaun Watson coming to Denver. And I think he'd be a good fit. Uh, and they have to keep Kareem Jackson because he's the number one recruiter of Deshaun Watson. And if they let him go or the, did they, is the deal done yet? They're still working on that with Kareem, like what they're going to do with him. Haven't still, decided still, yet. Yeah, still working. Okay. On so yeah, if Kareem goes, don't even don't even plan on Watson coming because we need that recruitment power. Okay. Let me ask you this. Is this a situation where the Broncos chances are enhanced the longer this goes on? Because if it happens now, like you said, other teams can give more, the Dolphins can give more, the Jets can give more. But if the Broncos can find a way to increase their future draft capital, then on the other side of this draft the Broncos might be the team that can give the most. That's a great point. I haven't thought about it that way because you're going to assume that two of the top players, the Jets, 
Well, the Dolphins, they are they should already have their guy in Tua, but they're going to waste some of their draft capital, capital. The Jets are going to probably draft their quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe like a team like the Panthers that you're worried about also draft their quarterback. And where the Broncos sit, if they don't take that guy or they don't try to move up to get him, which some teams might have to do to get their quarterback in this draft, then yes, 100% agree. That is a good point, and you just made me go from a three to a four. Let's go. Hey, yes. Yes. We're on four, baby. We're on four. I love it. I love it. So, Perno, one of the things I have to ask you is you talk about how uh, teams may offer so much. What would be, in your mind, too much for the Broncos to offer to get Deshaun? Nothing. Yep. Okay. You fit, you fit right <laughs> I, in. You fit right am, in here. I'm prepared for the Broncos to do a traditional Vikings human sacrifice to get Deshaun Watson. And I will offer myself as the sacrifice. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That Easy. is a, that's commitment to the, to the people right there. That's why I, I want to turn as the man of the people. I want to watch Deshaun Watson play for the Broncos so bad <laughs> that I won't watch him. <laughs> I think I would make a similar sacrifice for the people. Wow. All men, men of the people here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, it, you know what? Throw me in there too. <laughs> Let's go. Mason, are you coming with? I think uh, Spano might be a little upset if uh, <laughs> both of you guys are, are gone. Uh, the Broncos yeah, are finally good, but we sacrificed all of our, <laughs> our Broncos content here at DNVR. So oh. We just sacrificed three of us. Perna, are we up to a five yet? Oh, I mean, the human sacrifice. Let's go nine. Let's oh! go nine. <laughs> nine out of ten, baby. Deshaun's a Bronco. Only, the only reason it's not a ten is because the Texans are a wild card. <laughs> that is the most batshit crazy organization in the NFL right now. And without the Texans, though, uh, February would have been a very boring month on my YouTube channel. So <laughs> thank you, Jack Easterby, for... Yeah. For making Houston a, a fun team to cover because of the dumpster fire that they are right now. Absolutely. Well, uh, a couple things. Before uh, we let Brandon go and all of his YouTube subscribers leave, if you're watching on his YouTube channel, we'd love if you watch the rest of the show over on our YouTube channel. Hit us with a subscribe. Hit us with a thumbs up on there. That would be much appreciated. Also, Brandon, I have a feeling you're just like chomping at the bit to go to your YouTube channel so you can change the headline of this uh, this post as fast as you possibly can. Yeah. Again, I said like we I didn't we decided last second to stream this on my channel. So I didn't know YouTube star Brandon Perna and a game called Two Lies and the Truth, Three Ring Circus would be the title. I'm, of course, going to drop and a game called Two Lives and a Truth and Three Ring Circus and just leave YouTube star Brandon Perna as the title. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that's so good. I don't know why, but whenever I hear YouTube star Brandon Perna, I just think of like you and like Justin Bieber, like side by side, just hanging yeah. out at like a YouTube star's party. At least like YouTube's like a, a legitimate thing now. Yeah. Like people mm. respect it as a way to make a living. But like a, a few years ago saying YouTube star, it's uh, it's it's contradictory, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. What does but, that mean? It, it's the younger generation. Like the the to my daughter, the biggest thing I do is the, is this show on YouTube three times a week. Mm. Yeah. And she tells her friends, my dad's on YouTube. Oh, that's so dope. <laughs> yeah. That's so dope. But that's where the world is going. So that's, you yeah, were, no, it's Brandon, you were ahead. YouTube. Yeah, you were ahead of the curve here. 
Well, maybe we shouldn't curse then because uh, uh, Charlotte's friends are going to be Googling <laughs> yeah. uh, her, her dad. Um, or, or yeah, because they want to see her on camera since she got in. And so she's probably going to yeah. hear it on Monday at school. I think Andrew's fine. Like, let's be worried about my six-month-old daughter in a couple of years when she can search my past videos on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've got a... I've made parenting hard on myself. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't find that video where you awkwardly like hump a table for two minutes. Uh, which one? <laughs> um, That's a, how I'll explain like how babies are born though. So that one actually is hey, educational, right? It's useful, right? Yeah, that's, that's an true. educational video. That's how smaller tables mm. are born. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I want to, while we're talking about youth star, one time the buffs recruited a guy who didn't even play high school football, but he just made a YouTube video of him like doing things. Like it wasn't even like playing football. He was, I guess he was like running routes, but like on air, but somehow he got offers from like Florida wow. state, Colorado. He was this like really big tight end, but uh, he never panned out, but he's also oh, at the shocker. YouTube star party that I uh, imagine Brandon being at. Yeah. The, our secret YouTube party club. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't get invited. To. Oh. oh, come on. I had a picture of the uh, the Colorado celebrity party from South Park about 14 years ago when Jake Cutler and uh, Jake yes. Jabs like, oh, hey, look, that's Ron Zapolo. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we got to get Perna in the next episode like that. And it's it, you could do the exact same scene where they see Jake Cutler, but this time it's Drew Locke. And yeah. they're like, hey, uh, my dad said you kind of <laughs> suck, but you might be good one day. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think I think we're gonna let uh, Perna go. And uh, oh, there we go. We got Drew. We got a Drew Lock one here. I guess that's a good way to finish things out. So right. here, here are the three options: A. I've been the good guy my whole life. Now I can finally be the bad guy. B. Kansas City is fine, but I've really grown to love Denver. Or C. My friends are gonna be pissed when the Broncos come to KC and get a dub. Uh, C's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Well. Damn. I, feel, I feel like A wasn't uh, – I feel like I remember that, A. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. That was uh, from a story I wrote about Drew Locke the day after he was drafted uh, mm. about being the villain because, of course, he grew up in Kansas City or the Kansas City area. It was always kind of the all-American boy there, hometown mm. hero. And the story was he was supposed to come to Denver and be the villain to those people. He has not yet done that, but there's still time. No, I mean, he's done it to the Chargers, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all three of their fans, I'm sure, are really heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're going to let Perna go, uh, but we appreciate you coming on, uh, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Yes, and keep watching over at DNVR on YouTube. Thanks, Perna. Thanks, YouTube Thanks, star. Brandon. There he was, YouTube star Brandon Perna in the flesh. All right. Uh, once again, we've gone way longer than we expected to in our first segment, but that's okay. The first segment was always great. So we're going to jump right into the red zone right now. Uh, Calling an audible here because we have our guy, Aaron Litvatsky, a.k.a. the OG MVP. And before we go too much further, I got to tell the story of what it means to be the OG MVP. Um Early in the BSN Denver days, when we were, uh, you know, trying to get subscribers, we did a contest between uh, the uh, all the beats at DNVR at BSN at the time, trying to see who could get the most subscribers to join them. And 
at like 11.59 on the last day of the contest, Aaron became a member and won us the competition. So that's why he's the OG MVP, a longtime BSN DNVR member. We're happy to have you on, my guy. Oh, no, he's muted. Muted. That's a fitting way to join the show, I have to say. Yeah, everyone wants to be muted by uh, by Zach. <laughs> All right, let's see. Now do now? we have him? We got him. Okay, I had to hey. switch uh, platforms here. So mm. I was definitely prepared already for this. <laughs> All right, well, we're, we're glad we got you here. Um, let's jump right in to the red zone. We'll do the first round here, and then I've got an ad read to hit. But let's do stage one here. <sighs> first okay uh so zach he's been defeated once before can the og mvp beat him this time Mm, i hope so mace what are we dealing with here Uh, all right let's get started question the first in the last five years four of the top eight performances in receiving yards allowed by the broncos to a single player four of the top eight have come from one player Name him. Emmanuel Sanders. No, against the Broncos. Against the Broncos. Oh, oh, against oh, Tyreek Hill. Again. He's muted again. Tyreek Hill. Um, it's not the answer. It's not the answer. Not the answer. Oh, man. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. we got you. Okay, not sorry. Tyreek. I was trying to show you guys the classroom that I'm in at this point. So. Oh, where is oh, your cool. classroom? In uh, in Missouri here. Where, uh, as you can see, I got some Broncos swag here. My yeah. students, I already prepped them for the day. They knew that I was going to be on this. So uh, hey, that's, that's dope. Awesome. You're in you're in enemy territory. Right. All right. Um, well, okay. So it's not Tyreek. Oh, Travis Kelsey. Correct. Yeah. 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 Speaking of enemy territory, I knew it had to be a chief. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Tyreek was my first yeah. guess. Think about that. The, the the eight biggest single game receiving performances against the Broncos last few five years and Kelsey's responsible for half of them. Yep. Do you guys uh, think Stranod is actually going to be able to get him covered up once he gets healthy? I don't think uh, anyone can cover him up. Um, yeah. but I think that, you know, he's definitely going to help the cause. Um, he's better than what the Broncos have out there now. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's, um, I, I don't think it, it, you're certain enough about it to not consider linebacker in the draft, but if, you're left with those three guys, a linebacker, and maybe a later round draft pick. I think he can help. What's so tough about, about Kelsey specifically is it's not like he's this masterful route runner and he's the fastest tight end out there. He's just on the exact same page as Mahomes. So, I mean, a lot of his routes look like backyard routes where you kind of like run five yards and then turn around and you see, and then, okay, oh, he's running. So I'm going to run three more feet and, and then catch the ball. Uh, I think Stranod, a very athletic, bigger guy, he can really help with the Darren Wallers of the world. And, and of course, the, the Travis Kelsey, but that's just where Travis Kelsey has killed the Bronx. Broncos is just with all the off script stuff. All right, May. So the fifth one of that is George Kittle. He's got to be on that list. Yeah, uh, he's actually one. One. Yeah. Yes. yeah. There's got to be one Tyree Kill game on there. No. No, there isn't. Oh, okay. All right. Is there another tight end? Is this just full of tight ends? Uh, you've, you've named all the tight ends, but still, that means that five means five eight. of the top eight. And actually, if we say players other than the tight end the six of the top nine are tight ends or running backs because tevin coleman yeah. oh comes in right there at number nine back in 20 2016 now that that's the interesting thing i don't think there's another team that has had 
six of the top 10 worst receiving games against them in the last five years have him come from positions other than wide receiver. Robbie you know Anderson, what's... one of them? He's he's right there at number 10, 123. Oh, okay. And yes. you know what's crazy about that, guys, is in this span, it's not like the Broncos have had Mike McCoys and all these offensive minds. No, two defensive minds as yeah. the head coach. Very true. All right, yeah. let's 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 get to the next question here. Aaron, you got to get this one to stay alive. Come All on, right. Throw me a softball. We're going, we're going back to the 2016 season. Who led the Broncos in rushing that year? CJ Anderson. Yeah, that nope. would be um, oh, Ronnie Hillman. Nope. Oh, my God. Oh, J- Justin Forsett. No. No. <laughs> no. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, my gosh. The day he was gone. The, this the name will surprise you. You'll be like, "Oh, he actually did lead the team in rushing." Devonte Booker. Yes. Wow. Oh, see, oh, the chat's really? gotta chill because we can see the chat. So if you drop the answer in the chat, then it, it gives Zach an unfair. Oh, advantage. I didn't. I didn't even see. I, no, I just uh, named literally the last. I saw one. those eyes wandering over there. Mm. You know who's a big Devonte Booker guy. <laughs> <laughs> you admit to that. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. I say he gets one more chance here. Don't ruin it, chat. All right. Uh, if he gets this one, then he gets it. Then there's another question. If not, then it's a clean sweep for Zach. Yeah. Fair maybe enough, the thing enough. is, this needs to be like a, the question needs to be hard enough to where people don't guess them. Maybe. Well, here no, we, we go. We won't guess them. <laughs> yeah. Two, there, there are two opposing quarterbacks in the last five years who have thrown three interceptions in a single game against the Broncos. Name, name, name both of them. Or actually, the first one to get one is gonna will win. Three uh, Sam Darnold. Nope. No. Oh Three. boy. Their car. No. Definitely close. Not. Came close in, in week seventeen. Um. Week seventeen. No, Justin he, Herbert. He, he came no. close in week he came seventeen. Close oh had, right, right. Oh Three my interceptions. Um. Can you repeat the question real quick? Yeah. Two opposing quarterbacks have thrown three picks against the Broncos in a single game in the last five years. Name at least one can, of them. No, can, can this chat not take instructions? Do I'll not guess in the chat. Oh, I know one did, of them did, now. Did Cam Newton <laughs> have one? Chat. No. No. I know. Philip uh, Rivers, thanks to the chat. Crybaby Rivers. All right. Okay, so, so there's one more. There's one more. And uh, mm. chat, if you ruin this, we're ending the show. Okay. Right so, so a little hint, little hint, Mace. Little hint. Or big hint. First round draft pick. Okay, that most quarterbacks. Didn't last very long with the team that drafted him. And this is just in the past five years? Yes. Um and actually specifically it's in the Vance Joseph era. Holy cow. First road, round road game. For the Broncos. They're on the road. Bronco, Broncos okay. road game. Although it didn't feel like a road game. Oh, oh. Well, we already said Philip Rivers. I mean, Chargers hang, usually have more orange and blue than they do anything else. There's another place that comes on this on the Broncos itinerary once every eight years where they have an awful lot. I of I mean, fans. Blake Bortles would always be a good choice. Yeah. Mountain is the time, answer mountain already time ruined? Oh, mountain times. Holy cow. This is. Uh, oh, yes. Who is it? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Holy cow. You're right. Wow. 
Thank you. I at least have some respect with my students now. Yeah. yeah. Got one. Hey. Uh, I think uh, Whoa, Mace, beat me. Yeah, he didn't beat him yet. He didn't beat him yet. Get that out of here. Mace, do you have another one you can pull off the uh, off the top to uh, settle the tie here? Or he's if got you about get, 20 more. Yeah, give me about uh, give me about give me about 20 seconds here okay. and uh, uh, the tie. Right. Your boy's up 2-1. No, right. you cheated. And again, the chat is trying to ruin this. Maybe Rose should just cheat. blindfold Zach. He doesn't need to see to hear the question. <laughs> I need Zach to uh, full screen. You know, if you hover over the corner of the um, of the, we'll the picture of us, you can go full well, screen. It will eliminate mm -hmm. the chat. There I don't have. I don't there have the chat anymore. Yeah. Right, so now oh, we're on an equal think, playing field. I think Kale actually uh, works some magic there to ensure that Zach doesn't get a doesn't get a hint here. All right. Why nice. do people think I'm cheating? What what have I ever done to cheat? It's hey, not in cheating the words of Bobby Knight. But... If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah, it's not that you're cheating, but if the if the answer comes right in front of your face, it's gonna you know skew the result. Why do you why do you think this this brain didn't come up with those answers? I was watching your eyes as soon as I saw the chat uh, get the answer in there. All right, you got one, Mace. Yeah, I've got I got one right here. Um, this quarterback threw two touchdowns in a single quarter against the Broncos in 2019, and he's a quarterback who is almost certainly losing his job in the next several weeks. Sam Name Darnold. Him. 2019. So 2019, two quarterbacks in the two two touchdown passes in the third quarter of a game against the Broncos Alex Smith. in Denver and he's almost certainly moving on. Oh. He's certainly and he's been moving. mentioned in this show. Deshaun Watson? Mm. Jameis Winston. No, I didn't play him. Um Man. He's young. He's losing his job. Oh my god. He's young. <laughs> Trying to go through the 2019 season. Um, who's a young? We, we gotta put uh Samuel in the chat and time out. Keeps trying, to, <laughs> keeps ruining it. Don't worry, I can't see the chat. Um, All right, another I'm, hint. I'm, Need a I'm, hint. I'm, 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 I'm rubbing my, I'm rubbing my mustache. Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> oh wow, uh, that was uh that was close, but Ty, judge. Uh, I guess my birthday's coming soon. I'm going to say tie goes to the challenger. We know that wasn't a tie, oh. guys. We know that was not a tie. We'll go. We'll review the tape. We will review the tape. But uh, you can. we can play the rest of the game under protest. <laughs> okay, yeah. yes. We'll, we'll do that. All, All right, right, Ryan. You're getting no benefit of the <sighs> doubts All here, right. Ryan. I'm full screening mine so no one ruins it for me. Kale, turn, turn, turn my chat back on. Let's see that. All right. Let's start with this one, guys. How long was Von Miller the highest paid defensive player in the NFL for after signing his massive contract in the summer of 2016? One uh, Two years. I don't think it was even that long, was it? Ryan got it. Okay. Ryan got it. Two, two years. years. Two years. And guys, here's the fun. Here's the fun fact about that is that never happens. You are never the highest paid defensive or highest paid player on one side of the ball for two years. And Aaron Donald signed a bigger contract on August 31st, 2018. So after two years, after Von Miller got that contract, Khalil Mack broke that one day later. Mm. 
Well, um, I'm thinking someone had just signed like right after him for that, but yep, yep. yeah, yeah, you're exactly. thinking along the right lines because it never lasts. No, it never does. All right, one zero, Ryan. All right, here's another one. Urgh. What? What former Charger did John Elway sign as a one-year stopgap for Elvis Doomer? Okay. Uh, Sean Phillips. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. I was uh, trying to jump it with the tackle mm. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was a solid effort. <laughs> We're going to say for now that you got one stage through. Boo. Appreciate it, as I would like okay. to say, from my time in China there when I – won the OG name there. So, and again, the story of a little, if you guys have a second behind that was I was literally on a road trip. I was listening to the podcast and I was like, you know what, what time is it? Oh, okay. I still have time to answer it. And literally signed in on the car ride in China in the afternoon, which is morning time here and worked out. So that's so awesome. That is so cool. So cool. Thanks for riding with us. OG MVP. Thank you, guys. As always, Mace, pleasure seeing you for the first time talking to you. Guys, I'll Likewise. see you. Likewise. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. That yeah. was fun. I love uh, hopping in the red zone. Zach, you know, we'll just have to check the tape. We'll just have oh, to check we'll, the tape. We'll check the yeah. tape, guys. Not even close. I was saying Minshew when he was starting to say Gardner. Uh, well, uh... well, if... <laughs> You know, you gotta I don't say know. Name. Do we are we hearing the M before the G, man? I I, I was I saying know. Gardner. I already said Gardner, and, oh. and then I was on to oh, the okay. Minshew part. Okay, all right. okay, so, all right. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna get to Mace's questions because I have some good ones today. We'll just see if he can get them. It'll be fun. But first, I want to give a shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. It is, of course, a Breck Brew Friday. It's eleven o'clock here in Denver, but you know what's to stop you? Uh, if you're off work, you might as well get going on some Breck Celsius. Uh, I know I will be getting in on that tonight as we have Avs, Nuggets, Buffs, and I guess Rams uh, also in action uh, tonight. A, a quadruple header at the DNVR bar uh, for the first weekend night where we're actually open past midnight. So we're open till 1 tonight. The Rams don't play until 10 p.m. You, uh, I thought the Buffs playing at 9.30 was late. Thankfully, we got that last call moved back just in time so we can hang out at the bar for the games. We'll be drinking Breck Brews. You should do the same whether you're with us at the bar or just hanging out at home. Of course, get in uh, on all they have to offer by checking the Breck Brew locator on their website uh, and enjoy you some Breck Brews tonight. And if you need some extra money for a lot of Breck Brews to surround yourself with some good company, guys, check out our friends over at Gabby Insurance because they are all about savings in a very, very fast and convenient way. Guys, you go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. The process takes you no more than 10 minutes. I did myself just earlier this week. You enter all the information. It's just information off the top of your head. You don't have to go to your car and get the VIN number and, and reach into your insurance and get all those numbers. No, all you do and a few simple things for them and then they search so over 40 different insurance companies uh, and to come up with the best rates for you and guys I'll tell you what they came up with some very very competitive rates for me just in five minutes I spend hours looking at over insurance claims all it took was five minutes over at gabby.com slash dnvr and another great thing about it when you put in your information your phone phone number your email address they don't then come over and sell that information to other people and then you're getting hit up with all these spam calls and spam emails no i haven't gotten a single thing since signing up with gabby so make sure to check them out gabby.com slash dnvr to get the best insurance rates out there all right 
You ready, Mace? You ready to enter uh, the gauntlet here? I am. I'm sorry. I was a little bit distracted first by my daughter coming in and then also by seeing some of Trey Lance's throws. Man, guy's got some easy gas on him. Throws, oh. throws fastballs, and it looks effortless. Yeah, I really love me some Trey Lance. I'm not yeah. Gonna lie. So I mean, does I'm... maybe George Payton, guys. He's there. He is on the field level, he... taken in today's Trey Lance performance. He's he's right there on the field, and there's been a couple of camera angles I've seen where he's just been staring, kind of staring right at him. Mm. As he should he, be. He's, he's there. watching him closely, guys. A yep. sight for sore eyes. Um. All right. Here we go, Mace. I am going to start with what I believe is the easiest one okay much to the dismay of pat bowl and when the rocky mountain news broke the news of the broncos new uniforms the ones they're wearing currently they compared the look to this team chicago bears all right well zach uh, beat mace to the punch Dump there the mace love I it didn't, <laughs> yeah, i didn't know, didn't know it was a race i didn't know it was a race i didn't know it was competition. Well, I'm not just letting mace just control this out here it's a competition i didn't right. i did not well you gotta tell me it's a competition before i mean come okay, on we'll, guys we'll give him a one yeah we'll give him a head start hey, here. Red, red zone's all next. about speed you don't take your time in the red zone Exit. Right. Well, no, but the game is actually over because, well, anyway. anyway. Okay, all right. Mace, uh, don't let Zach beat you this time. I don't think, uh, Zach I don't is, think he'll have this one. Don't worry, Zach I would have got feisty. that one. I'm yeah, probably not going to get Zach is feisty today. He is. Okay, in the middle of the 1962 season, yeah, the Broncos made a change to their uniform. What was the change? Uh, they, changed, they changed the color of the numerals. Or the no, not numerals. The uh, the logo on the helmet. It went from mm. blue to white because white popped better on the orange helmet. He is correct. It was yeah. close there. Almost, yeah. almost went down the wrong yeah. path, but he saved yeah. it. Yeah, it's like um, in a spelling bee. If you're like, uh, it's B R O, mm. maybe not. Let me start over. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one here. Okay. The Denver Broncos have had three Heisman winners play for the team. Name all three. Three Heisman winners. Um, Tim Tebow. Correct. That's the only one Zach was going to get, so yeah. he's done. <laughs> wow. uh, Ron, Ron Dane. Rude. Correct. Oh, man. Okay, the third Heisman winner here. Okay. Got to go back. Gotta, Don't do I, it, chat. Don't yeah, you dare. Yeah. Third Heisman winner here. Oh. Uh, No, no. Um, would you like a hint? And it, ha- it has to be in the regular season, right? Yes. So it would not be Steve Spurrier then who played in the 77 preseason? Nope. Okay. All right, yeah. Hit us with the hint. The hint is he played just one season for the Broncos. Okay. Just like Ron Dane. Yeah. There's a, I was going to say, there's a lot of guys that played just one uh, one season for the Broncos. All right. Okay. Um, Tony Dorsett. Got it. Yes. Nice. nice. <laughs> my next uh, my next clue is going to be probably a giveaway for you. I, I'm sure you've yeah. heard the story. Or maybe not. Uh, I was going to say that he alerted Steve Atwater to the fact that he was going to be starting. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, which is pretty cool. Steve came into the locker room and he said, hey, uh, you're the starter. He's like, what? Great. So, <laughs> but the thing, and imagine hearing it, because Dorsett, of course, Hall of Famer, he'd won a Super Bowl with Dallas. I mean, imagine hearing news like that that changes your professional life 
and hearing it from somebody who is at really in the 1980s, one, you know, one of the top, one of the, one of the truly great players in the game, one of the, like, the top probably 15 players in the NFL over the course of that decade. Uh, that, that is amazingly cool to have the news come from someone like Tony Dorsett. Right. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. that's essentially like getting it from Von Miller nowadays yeah. or someone along those lines. Right. And the right. thing is, I was trying to go back. I was like going through every literally in my mind. I'm going through every Heisman winner like Johnny Rogers. No, Pat Sullivan. No, you know, on, on and on. And then finally I landed on Dorsett. I'm like, OK, yeah, I, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's going back process. to the Going back to the first question, um, it was Sam Adams who broke the story for the Rocky Mountain News that mm-hmm. the Broncos were changing their uniforms. And they used right. a picture of the Chicago Bears in the story because they didn't have, you know, a picture of the new uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Sam tells the story, Pat Bowen called him up and said, we're not going to look like the goddamn Bears. <laughs> Except, I mean, they had it with the side panel, they didn't, but... The number font is not dissimilar, and the navy blue and orange. I think Sam had a point there. And I think Sam says it It actually wasn't even his decision. Like, it was just the editorial staff just said, like, oh, okay, orange and blue. Like, I guess we can just yeah. use a picture of the bears. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you have, – by the way, speaking of uniforms that look like the bears, have you seen some of the uh, Bengals mock-ups that have been kind of floating out there right now? Well, no, yeah. looks how like the Bears. This, how does this keep happening? Where the where the uh, uniforms just show up in stores before they're released? <laughs> that's how it. That's how it happened. That's how yeah. it's released. Yeah, yeah. people just keep ta- like p- taking a picture of like a like in like a Dick Sporting Goods. Like that mm-hmm. happened with the Nuggets earned jerseys. Someone oh, was right. just like, "Oh, like look at this," and then it happened with the Bengals too. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of like the Bengals, but apparently the fans are very upset. Yeah, I I don't mind it, and certainly it's a more muted look mm-hmm. than they've had, and that's what they needed. The pro the, the really the only problem is the it's the number font. It is almost exactly a carbon copy of the Chicago Bears, and of course, navy blue and black are very close, and they both have orange. And so you see, and you're like, okay, uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of bearsish. I mean, I actually like they have like three tiger stripes on the shoulders. I like that element and uh, on the uniform. I just wish they'd come up with either an original font or they just said, okay, we're just going to go with traditional block numbers and move on. Yeah, I think Bears fans need to relax. Not everyone's trying yeah. to look like them. <laughs> well, when the best thing about your franchise is the uniform, you cling to it like yeah. grim death. Certainly no one wants yeah. to look like them on the field. Yeah. That is for sure. <laughs> uh, and as like the quote said earlier, they are paying the price dearly for uh not drafting deshaun watson yes they are all right as deshaun watson told them yeah because uh i forgot to do an ad read in the first segment we are going quick back-to-back ad reads here but we'll go quick uh the colorado exos they're one and one and it's actually a really cool experiment that they're doing here uh they're taking former professionals from all over the sporting world whether it's baseball basketball football soccer and teaching them to play rugby. These are people who are interested in rugby and they're trying to see, can we take great athletes from other sports, turn them into great rugby players and have them make the U S national team. That is what the Colorado XOs are. They're one and one on the season. So they they got a dub in their first game and they fell back a little bit in the second game. But I think this is a really cool story to follow uh, just to see how this, this ends. You know, you could end up with the next great American rugby star uh, coming from the Colorado XO. So make sure you check out the DNVR rugby podcast 
with our guy Colton Strickler and uh, follow this story because I think it's going to have a really cool ending. That's just my personal prediction so that this story comes out uh, pretty cool. So check them out. Check out the DNVR Rugby podcast every day uh, and tune in to DNVR Bets Daily for our rugby picks of the week that are presented uh, by our friend Colton Strickler. And also make sure to check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, conference tournaments, we're in the thick of them right now. March Madness tips off in six days, and DraftKings Sportsbook is the best place to get in on that. And to celebrate the madness that's going down, they are offering $4 bet to win $256. So here's what you have to do. Go into DraftKings Sportsbook, and they've got so many options of underdogs you can bet on. Pick one underdog, bet $4 on them uh, in select games, and if they win, you win $256. That's 64-1 to odds. That is pretty darn good. Make sure to check out our friends over at DraftKings for this incredible offer. And, of course, if you want to get in on some hockey or some NBA basketball, they have that as well on daily a great daily odds boost as well but guys the tournament is going to be so much fun over at DraftKings Sportsbook so head over to the app store now download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty six dollars if the underdog of your choice pulls the upset that's code DNVR to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty six dollars only at DraftKings Sportsbook for a limited time only must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm excited about the tournament, but boy, that news about uh, Virginia this morning, they're opting out. They have to lead the ACC tournament because of a top positive test. And if you're going to play in the tournament, you've got to have seven consecutive days of all negative tests. So we're looking at a situation where that tournament might not even have the defending champion. Wow. wow. Yeah, That is crazy. A, a, a really lame uh, outcome for them. Yeah. But, you know, uh, when one door opens or one door closes, another opens, it'll be, uh, you know, a t- uh, one of the bubble teams who hasn't got to experience that might get in. Maybe it there helps the issue. There you go. And yeah, and maybe it opens the door just a little bit for CU to have a path to the nirvana they've never experienced before, which is the final four. Man, I just I, I just want the Pac-12 championship like um Whatever happens after that would be gravy. If we get the if we get these next two dubs, which the door is wide open, you know they've beaten both of these teams. It's or they've beaten all of these teams. The only teams left in their path: USC, Oregon, Oregon State. They beat them all. We know they're capable of it. Uh, USC, who they get tonight, they beat both times. Um, and of course, this will be the last thing I say. Andy Enfield was named Pac-12 Coach of the Year, despite the fact that Tad Boyle beat them both times this year. If they beat them a third time tonight and eliminate them from the Pac-12 tournament, I'm going to be on one. I'm just telling you that. Does uh, does Tad Boyle just go across the court and take the trophy from him? Well, I just think everyone needs to retroactively change their ballots. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Man, I can't wait for the tournament, guys. I can't either, and uh, it's going to be one uh, a great time. And speaking of things kind of like tournaments, uh, we've got another little competition here. Uh, that I am very, very excited for. This will be uh, how we finish things today. Hot pocket. We are. We've done Yum. the. We've done the pop tart draft, and now it's time for the great hot pocket draft. Okay, who? It was Zach who had the last pick last time. I guess if we. So we'll, you we'll, had we'll, the first pick last time, right? So I'll have the last pick this time. Okay. Uh, May stays in the middle, and then next time we'll figure out. Uh, <laughs> a new order in which mace goes first okay okay so i'm on the clock 
I love this. Look at Kale's ready to update the 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 draft yeah. board in real time. Okay, okay. So has has the draft begun? And with the first pick and the hot and the great hot pocket draft, Zach selects the only flavor he's ever had. <laughs> no. Ham and cheese. No. <laughs> yeah, the crowd goes wild. No booze from the crowd. Oh, that's oh. so disappointing because I'm the one who bought that for you. Yes, you are. You are. So, you introduced it to me. Two years ago, I I spited my own self by giving you the experience <laughs> of a ham and cheese. Yes, you did. Oh, man. Thank you for that, Ryan. Yes. So a good pick, huh? Because every every single other pick I've, I've ever done in these has been booed. Your first good pick. Congratulations. Oh, yes. I hit with the first overall. Hey. All right. With the second pick. In the 2021 Hot Pocket Draft, I select pepperoni pizza. Ah, yes, yes. Just a, a the that's one two, right? Yeah, you know, I, it's, I think it's so. Jameis Mariota. Darn. I mean, I, that's why I wanted the number two pick because that was gonna be my pick, <laughs> and that's literally the only flavor I've had. <laughs> I love how we're doing a hot pocket draft. Two people here have only ever had one hot pocket. <laughs> uh. Well, it's time to get creative, Mace. Who uh. are you going with? That's why da, I thought da, I, da, maybe da, I misheard. Da, I thought da, I was da, I thought I was drafting second again. So I mean, I, I oh know. shoot, yeah. Well, I just went by the the order that we had in front of us. I mm. didn't even know we had an order set for this. I, uh, yeah, I guess I jumped Mace. That's kind of my bad. So, yeah. So, so actually, we should be like, yeah, anyway. Huh. Well, I'm going to have to deviate my draft plan because the draft order got uh, deviated here. <laughs> That's um, my fault. Yeah. Mace, you thinking the, the cheeseburger with crispy buttery <laughs> now, Are we talking crust? about the regular pepperoni or the premium pepperoni with garlic buttery crust? Uh, I was crust. I crust was talking, don't count, I don't think. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> standard, but uh, it would be... I mean, you know, right. there's no rules in these drafts. All right, I'm well. I'm gonna go. There's a there's a meatballs and mozzarella that I'm looking at. Okay, that's yeah. good job. Yeah, good job. That, and, I, and I'm just thinking now. I'm thinking, okay, these this is what I want to try, mm-hmm. right. and that's why I'm gonna say meatballs and mozzarella sounds actually doable. Yeah, that that does sound good. That does yeah. sound good. All right, Mace, you're up again with the snake draft. All right. Um, if I can't get pepperoni pizza, I'm going for the four cheese pizza. Oh, okay. okay. So he's okay. Sticking along the Italian food theme here. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not sure about beef taco, and I have. I can't do cheesesteak, guys. I'm sorry. I just have such high standards for cheesesteaks. We've got. Oh, yeah. We've and even in Denver, we've got some really good cheesesteak spots. I mean, I mean, they might. They may not pass. Uh, Allie's test because she's Miss she's Miss Philadelphia here. But in general, but we, we're an above average cheesesteak town, and uh, I can't have a hot pocket cheesesteak and feel good when I can go to Denver Ted's. Someone in the comments said, choose a fruit one, Mace. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Great one, Samuel. I believe, oh, I man. believe they call those toaster strudels. Yes, that is true. <laughs> hot pockets and Pop Tarts are basically the same thing, I realized. Um, Okay, uh, I guess with my second pick here, you can really never go wrong mixing these things. I'm going chicken, bacon, cheddar. Chicken, bacon, cheddar. Have you seen the pictures on those? Uh... Yeah, I've pictured it in my mouth. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, that's not the broccoli one, is it? No, no. Okay. I, 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 the broccoli ones aren't bad, but I just, I, I you know, I know, uh, I know my audience. I'm not picking frozen broccoli in my hot pocket. Yeah, that that's going to lose people. Yeah, and and that's what I'm doing with this next pick, guys. Is uh, is going for the audience choice here, Mace? Anyone who picks up a hot pocket isn't thinking I'm going to get the best, you know, ham and cheese sandwich in, in the world. They're not thinking I'm going to get the best pepperoni pizza in the world, the best mozzarella uh, meatball sandwich. No, they, they they just want something good, and that is what the Philly cheesesteak hot pocket comes through with. So give me Philly cheese for the second overall pick. And uh, Kale, we can just mute Mace and Ryan's response to this. Uh, well, we don't need to hear from the peanut gallery on this one. Hey, we already heard what RK was shaking his head furiously. No, no, no. I mean, we don't need to hear because he's already had the visual response that says, right. let's stay away from Philly cheesesteak. I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. Avoid all of the ones uh, with steak. The the way that they whatever that thing that they put in there is is nothing like steak. Uh, it's a little bit slimy, um, and it's just not it, it's not gonna it's not gonna hit right. I, I promise you, it's not gonna hit right. So that's why you avoid uh, all you avoid the cheese steak or anything else involving steak. I guess I just gave you a hint for your next pick, but I just mm. had to say it. Uh, yeah, it, uh, looking at the pictures of, of that doesn't look the most appealing. Well, guys, we're really running out of flavors here. I mean, with how, how simple they are. So I'm going to go with, uh, with one that just packs, packs so many flavors. I'm going to go with one with eight different flavors. Oh Oh my gosh. It's not as crazy as you think though. It is the four cheese and four meat pizza. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yes. yes. We're just, you know, anything, you know, it has all the fillers in it. It has all the re- real meat. It has all the fake meat. Everything. Give that to me. I, I've never heard of that one, but um, I wouldn't put it past them. I'm glad you didn't take mine. We are really low on options here. <laughs> um, so I, I guess I, I wanted to diversify my portfolio here a little bit, but. I can't put the the broccoli in there. It's just no. it's not going to land with the people. So I am going to choose the pepperoni and sausage pizza. Okay. Pepperoni okay. and sausage. Yeah. So I what I did with my pick before was I just took those two and put six other delicious flavors with it. Yeah. So I'm. What other meats are in yours? I'm concerned. Is there steak? Because then you're. It's a bad pick. Yeah. There. Oh. <laughs> mm. You know what? I shouldn't have. Uh looked at the first sentence or maybe I should have looked at the first sentence. Hamburger is the filler. Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) I'm just sticking with my number one choice guys. Ham and cheese is going to carry me. It's like getting a good quarterback. That'll carry you. Ham and cheese could take you a long way. Um, And and you know what? If people haven't had the hot pockets, they might really think the Philly cheese steak sounds good for cheese. meat. You're kind of banking on ignorance. Um, that's I'm, I'm playing to, to the people. This is the people's choice draft. It, it's the only way I'm going to win these guys. Well, it, yeah. Cause the people's choice was not the ice cream flavors on pop tarts. Wow. Uh, yeah. Not. Sorry. I, I, I followed my taste, my taste buds there. All they right. led me astray. You know, I can't believe no one's brought up a breakfast flavor yet. Yeah. I, I don't like the breakfast ones. Okay. Yeah. It, breakfast is hard to screw up. We get I fruit think, in this one? No, applewood bacon, egg and cheese yeah, seems really hard to like mess that. up. Yeah. 
I don't know, guys. I don't know, guys. A frozen egg that is then cooked in a microwave? No, I can't do it. Have you ever had? Well, wait a second. I mean, I've had, I've had breakfast, frozen breakfast, literally since I was about ten years old. And I'm not saying the eggs are like when I fix them fresh myself, but they're fine. They do the job. You put some cheese and bacon in there, and you've got it in inside the uh, the crust. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe this is sort of like the the Philly cheesesteak. It's just fine. It's it's. You're not going to you you're, gonna, you're not going to throw up and all that. No, I just have high standards for cheesesteaks. I'm sorry. So when with you, the last pick in the draft, that's what it comes down to is you're not going to throw up. Yeah, that's it. it <laughs> We're talking about the, hot pockets here. Draft here. I mean, what is it? You guys have seen the Jim Gaffigan sketch. Diarrhea pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flush pocket. So what we're learning here is that there's really not that many options here. We all chose... At least uh, one version of pizza. Um, <laughs> Just depending on how many meats you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up with two pizzas, uh, but I did. I think I don't know. I Mace for having the third pick. I think you put together a strong performance here. I, I, if I had to handicap it, I'd make you the favorite. Well, wow. I think you're the favorite, RK, because and 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 uh, Aaron Liftback he mentions it in the uh, conversation. Pepperoni is. It's what you think of when you think of a hot pocket. It's the standard. See, I always thought ham and cheese was the standard. And guys, I'm not going to lie. I I think I'm the favorite here. I mean, someone's right. got to be pulling for me. You guys are pulling for each other. It's just a right. gang up on Zach. <laughs> oh, man. This this has been oh, wow. a fantastic episode. Give us ideas of what we should draft next. We have plenty, mm. but uh, sometimes, you know, the people... Uh, yes. have the best ideas of what mm. we could draft next. I'm trying to think of like other themes that have popped up on this show. Um, there was a Hot Pocket era. There was the Pop-Tart era. There's got to be another oh, era. Cereal. The Blood cereal. Sausage era. <laughs> yes, the Dishwasher Salmon area. Yeah, that's those don't, those don't really survive on their own. Um, Who could we could forget the OG burger restaurant debates that happened. Oh, we, yeah. yeah, we could do that yes, one next. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it too. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to Green Mountain Dental Group, uh, locally owned hometown family dentistry office that'll really take care of you, really treat you uh, like you are family. So, um, make sure you check them out if you need to. <laughs> yeah, straw holes. I don't think that's what I'm laughing those. at. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can, it's a three, uh, three round draft one <laughs> hole, two holes, or no holes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Green Mountain Dental Group, uh, where you can get the best dentistry in the metro area, just 15 minutes outside of Denver. So check them out and make sure you, uh, you know, join their family because they're part of our family. So that is going to wrap it up for us on another episode of Three Ring Circus. Thanks so much for Brandon Perna for joining us. Thank you to you guys for another great week on the show. Uh, and everyone have a great weekend.
back one last time.